12 minutes to go in normal time. Liverpool 3 0. Call a second quickly, Origi! Yeah! 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 Welcome to another episode of the Long Balls Podcast. I know, that was a pretty cool intro right there. Uh, I love that. Um, This is a big day. Some congratulations are due. The beard, I believe for the first time, three for three. Oh, we're starting it off this way. Oh, I I appreciate it. Thank you. I believe for the first time. Correctly called the Newcastle Leeds game that I got wrong. The Wolves-Brentford game that I got wrong. And then the Chelsea-Tottenham game, which everybody, I think, should have gotten right if they picked Chelsea. Yeah, right? if you had a brain, you, you were <laughs> picking Chelsea. So, um, but let's hop right in, right? Leeds, Newcastle, two winless teams. Um, still two winless teams. There are five teams that are winless in the Prem. Without looking, can you guys name the other three? Uh, Wait, what two did you say? Leeds, Leeds and Newcastle, Newcastle, the two that Leeds played each team. other. Um, Norwich. Yeah. Two more. Wolves? Nope, they have one win. Oh, you're right. They did, but oh, stop, Siri. Apologies. <laughs> uh, it's uh, somebody like decently high up the table, right? Because they've got like. Uh, no, they are in 15th, 17th, 18th, 19th, and 20th. Uh, okay. So we have Leeds, Norwich. Uh, Watford? Nope, Watford beat us. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. The first game. They just they just beat Norwich as well. Burnley. Burnley, yes. One draw and four losses for Burnley. So we have four of them. And I'll I'll drop you a big hint. This team has the opposite of Burnley. Four draws. Oh 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 oh. Um, was it Southampton? Yeah. Yep. Dude, oh my gosh, they are so close to being like really bad, but they've tied United. And City now. Mm-hmm. Like, if they They're like those, oh, I just want my prediction to be right about them getting relegated. I think over their last, they're like four, five, and like 28 over their last, however many that adds up to. They're not like going back good. into the last. It's so case. frustrating. They just freaking sit back and defend well. Um, but yeah, Leeds won, Newcastle won. This is a pretty exciting game. It was, um, it, yeah, it was a good game. A lot of chances. A lot of missed chances. Oh, my goodness. Bamford missed a decent chance. He did pick up another assist, moving his tally to two assists with one goal. They big doms, three goals, and zero assists. Yeah, I mean, yeah. who would you rather have on your team? Big dom. No, I, um, I would he's probably not providing. say big dom. Dan, Dan, James. Dan James with a little bit of a disappointing game here. Dan James only has disappointing games. No, so it was average. No, that's not true. Dan All right, Na- name a specific time. Swansea, Dan James. Swansea game, his a debut. Oh, yeah, did he? So score? one game, two yeah, years. Scoring his ago. debut. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Leeds are in a little bit of trouble here. We expected Newcastle to be down here. Leeds, we did not expect to be down here. Um, they need to figure it out. Figure it out quick. They've given up twelve goals in five games, and they've yeah. only scored five. So they're not living up to their high octane offense. Um, moving on, Brentford Wolves. 
Brentford get the 2 0 win. I'm going to say it. They probably should not have won this game. Um, okay. No, I mean, just look at, looking at the statistics, looking at the statistics, purely, and watching the game, and watching the game. Okay. Wolves should have won this game, but Wolves continue to just somehow not be able to find the back of the net. Um, yeah, well, I mean, they have some of – Jimenez is not – that he hasn't still hasn't gotten back to his old form. I come back injury. to Trey Trey Warren missed a really good chance in this game. Yeah, but, I was going to say. That's where I was going he next. He hit the crossbar. It, it was a nice shot. I got deflected onto the bar. Um, yeah. But, I mean, they just need to start scoring. They have easily – like, I'm pretty sure the stat was, like, they have the most shots without, like, a goal before they scored, before they uh, beat whoever they beat mm. last week. Um, now, Brentford do have more expected goals in this game. That's a little bit skewed because of the pen- penalty. Which, in all honesty, I mean, it is a penalty, but it does happen on, like, every single corner kick when he gets someone gets pulled down. I will say this one was a little extreme. Like, the guy on Wolves, like, just completely took him down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, fun yeah. to watch, and I was like, what are you doing, dude? Ivan Tony's starting to score, though. I mean, even if it is from the penalty spot. Nasty assist for the second goal. Which yes, I'm very sure nice. Also, I'm sure that that goal also skews the expected goals. Yeah. The guy who scored had .94 goals. Um, .95, actually, from expected goals on target. That's interesting why that's less than expected goals. Yeah, wait. They or have, more. like, a 2.2. Oh, I guess it should be oh, more. They have um, 2.2. Yeah. Anyway, like, he scored a tap-in from a great cross from Tony. But, yeah, Brentford. They're pulling the Sheffield from a couple years ago. Now we said it after the first game. We thought that they were, they looked like the team that was going to stay up. We all I think we all have them staying up, right? Yes, Did we all we have do. them staying? We yeah. do. I was the highest on them at fourteen. You both had them at sixteen. Yeah. I mean, this looks like a team that could compete mid table. Yeah. 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 Um, Arsenal second win in a row. Martin Odegaard. Um, they still actually have less expected goals than Burnley in this game, less shots, less chances created. But a win is a win, right? Right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess. It... <laughs> Unless it's not, right? I mean, they didn't look... It's still like a game, a game against Burnley. You should not be getting outshot by Burnley. Yeah, Although I do think that they are improving, they are looking yeah, yeah. better. Yeah, they, they got the uh, so, so they had that rough stretch of obviously of games to start their season, and then they get Norwich and Burnley. Nice little get right period for them. But two one nil wins, not doesn't like yeah, you, it, you would hope for something a little bit more convincing. And it, I don't really know if they should. Maybe the um the Norwich game they should score more, but I don't know if this one. I think this is probably the fair result. Yeah, yeah. So, so here coming uh, upcoming for Arsenal, we have Tottenham, Brighton, Crystal Palace, Villa, and Leicester. If they, I'm gonna say like at least what six points from that. If they don't get that, Arteta could definitely be in trouble. Mm-hmm. If they lose these first three in a row, Tottenham, Brighton, Crystal Palace, that pressure is gonna be all over him if he's not already fired by the Crystal Palace game. If they lose to Crystal Palace, and then I'd, I'd say it's like 50-50 if he sells a job when they play Villa. That's tough. I, I, 
I don't know. At this stage, you get the two one. Yeah, but then you're talking about being on six points through eight games. Oh yeah, it's terrible. Don't get me wrong, but um, I and don't know if it's fire territory yet. It, I I I'd have to see how it goes in those games. How's the squad? Who's available? There's I mean, a possibility. Available right I thought it was. I thought it was more of a possibility if he had lost these two games. I thought it was. Oh, like for sure, good. for sure. But I'm saying like. Yeah. You kind of ex- well, actually, the Tottenham game. I'm, there's points to be had there right now. Um, Tottenham's here a miss. Like the, they could play well, they could play absolutely. The Brighton game. There's points to be had. I'm saying like if they look poor in those games, they're in trouble. Now that being yeah, said, they are. No, I agree. They're they're definitely trending in the opposite direction of Spurs right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's as, definitely switched. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I, I would. I think that game's gonna be really entertaining. Yeah, it should be, especially if. I think they're both going to set up to go for it too. Um, so it should be back and forth. Hopefully it's not one of those games where it's just like total long, like long balls yeah. going back and forth. You know, there actually is yeah. a little bit of a flow between it. Yeah. But I think um, it'll be exciting. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm looking we'll forward get to, to it. We'll get to a little bit more. I was going to speak on Spurs set up a little bit, but once we get to the Chelsea game, yeah. talk about them a little yeah. bit. Um, next game, Liverpool, Crystal Palace. No surprises here. Liverpool took care of business. Crystal Palace, yeah. they still created chances, though. Two big chances in this game. Um, I don't know what oh, – Edouard got subbed on in the 65th minute. Um, I was a little surprised he didn't maybe get the start, but, you know, he did score those two in his debut. Maybe be like, all right, you know what, let's not just throw him to the Wolves against Liverpool and that defense. That's way Yeah, I mean, Liverpool better. played really good. Yeah, I mean, as expected. Liverpool second in the table right now. Interesting enough, with the same exact goal differential and same goals for and same goals against. They've had the exact same results. Chelsea and Liverpool have had the... I was going to say that later. I was going to uh, wait for the Chelsea game. But each yeah. week? Have they really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every but single game. Each yeah, week has been other. the same. Yeah, that, that's funny. Um, One by the same interestingly enough, we have two very late goals to keep that streak alive then. Yeah. Rüdiger scored in the 92nd. Yeah. Ada scored in the 89th. Um, Man City and Southampton, a very disappointing game for Man City, who, again, it seems like every, like, fifth or sixth game now just drop a dud where they can't create, can't do yeah. anything. I was really surprised we didn't concede here, considering Nathan Ake was starting. Um, Dang. We just hey, – okay. Hey, hey, hey. That, Give the man brutal. a break. Give the man a break. We, we went after him last week, played I'm the well sound aware. before we even knew what happened. I'm well aware. But still, he's just not great. Like, I don't understand. No, it doesn't excuse the fact he's just not that good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Stones, I guess, all of a sudden is hurt. So is Laporte. So who knows how long he'll be in the team. It's frustrating. Um, Would you rather have had him? Wait, is, um, am I dumb or is Rodri hurt? Rodri's hurt, right? Yes. Yeah. As I was going to say, you would probably rather have him use Fernandinho at center back and then Rodri at center mid. I would. But Grealish looks good. Um, He's a baller. If we're going to take a positive from it. (laughs) Southampton continues to turn out these draws. Um, But, yeah, it's disappointing. And it really – I mean, playing Raheem Sterling at the nine, it's never a good idea. Really? I mean – so he can't shoot. I'd rather Fern Torres play there because he's actually been playing well. Or is he 
He at least missed yeah. out chances and scores. He had yeah, but, scoring in the last few games. Okay, but like let's let's think about rotation here. And if you have to play that team, out, out of those three, I guess you would probably want Jesus there, Sterling on the right. I'd rather just have Grealish out wide. Well, like, no, no, I know. I'm saying, like, would you have – who would you play there out in this team if you had to pick this 11 of those front three? Who are you playing in the, in the nine? Bernardo or Silva. Nine. Okay. Play Bernardo Silva there. Or Jesus. I mean, it's probably Jesus. I don't understand what – like, I mean, he's actually played fairly well out wide. So I can't like completely discount Pep for doing that, but like he is a striker. He might not be great, but just play him there. Yeah. Play Sterling out wide. Um, I'm completely fine though with if we wanted to play Bernardo there. Sterling goes out wide and then Grealish plays deeper a little bit. But yeah, I I like I actually do like that playing Bernardo Silva in um, there. It's just weird with Jesus as well. Yeah. Watford and Norwich, battle of the bottom. Um, Watford win 3 1. Is Malia Sar two goals? He's a beast. He will not be at Watford after next season. You can write that down, pencil it in, whatever you want to say. That on All right, it. add it to the spreadsheet. I, I will. I mean, I think he might just leave in January. Mm-hmm. Could happen. He had that like breakout game. He gets the uh, the goal against Liverpool to end their streak, and like he's just rode that and continued to play well. <laughs> yeah, I mean he is really good. He's so fast. Yeah, I love signing him in FIFA. Um, <laughs> he's a beast. Everton, Aston Villa, Villa, Villa win this one three nothing. Three goals in the third in the second half. Oh my gosh, who was I talking about? Um, Matty Cash, Leon Bailey with a banger as well. Um, Leon Bailey finding his footing in the Prem pretty quickly. Yeah, he looked, he looked pretty good for the few minutes that he was on because yeah, he, he had subbed on and then gets hurt after he scores. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, he's talented. I mean, yeah. there's a reason why, like, two or three years ago, he would have sold for 80 million, right? Yeah, I mean, Leverkusen wanted way too much for him, and Villa got him for like 30 million. Oh, yeah, great um, bit of business. It was we've talked about okay. it before. Oh, yeah, Villa did really well this summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it showed because Everton didn't well, actually we we were critical a little bit on Everton, some of the signings like the Townsend and um and Demari Gray. Gray. Now I was a little higher on but they've actually been good. I was higher on Demari Gray because I'm like he's a baller. He's a talent. Now, granted, in this game we know what that the real difference maker was Axel Twanzavi getting the start at center center back. Yes. He's an absolute beast on the pitch. Interestingly one enough, one of them the, lo- the, the lowest match rating of anybody that played the full game on on uh, Aston Villa. Um, <laughs> it was tied we, with Ollie Watkins. We yeah. should take this with like a little bit of grain of salt. Um, Big Dom obviously was out for this game. Jordan Pickford and Richarlson and Seamus Coleman all out for Everton. Yeah, tough one there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like in in news on Everton, Hamas going to Qatar. Qatar, yeah. Yeah, tough one there for yeah, he just the organization. 20. Well, no, he wanted to play with Ancelotti, and Ancelotti said, "Hey, see ya. I lured you here to Everton, and I that now I'm, got him. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to where you came from." Um, and now I'm gonna go to the most unlucky team of the weekend, 
the Leicester Brighton game. Oh. Um, Leicester have two goals ruled off sides, and also unbelievable a, a very soft penalty call. Yes, go against them. Yeah. Um, Will you explain to me how that was offside? No, I'm asking you seriously. Explain offside to me. It made no sense. Yeah. So Brighton get this penalty. They score it. I see really good shot. Really good penalty. They score again to start the second half. Leicester make it two to one in the 61st minute. From then on, they have a so they score the 65th goal, 65th minute, um, called offsides. Yeah. Because Harvey Barnes is adjudged to be blocking the view of the goalie. But like, if you literally yeah. look at the camera angles that VAR showed, there's nowhere it's not. near blocking. He's it. just not blocking. <laughs> the goalie has complete vision of it, and it just goes by him. I was stunned to see that. And then again, in the 85th minute, they score, guess what, from another corner. And this one's called offsides. This one is more reasonably offsides. I say reasonably because I still don't it's think still that. a little bit suspect. No, it's still no, don't it's, no, it's no chance. No chance it's a it's it should be called offsides. I, I still don't think so. But again, it's Harvey Barnes. It was and just a rough day for him. I mean, like, and you really can't blame him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just, I was baffled to see it. I was especially upset because I did bet on Lester. But, I mean, like, they just got robbed. Especially this year where they're like, oh, we're going to be more lenient with all this stuff. But, like, I guess not if you're standing in the way, and like, I'm saying quotes of the goalie. I literally have a better understanding of who killed Kennedy than I do what is awesome. It was the mob. <laughs> That's the end of that quote. <laughs> yeah. Lester, a little bit of a rough start to the season, but they will be fine once Profana comes back in January, hopefully. Brighton, the opposite of a rough start. Yeah. In the Champions League spot. Yeah, they're off to a hot start. five games. Now, they're 4-0-1 with a goal differential of three. They're a... Uh, they're hanging in there. A lot of tight games for them, but they're yeah. scoring goals this year, so that's what they needed last well, year. They, they stopped creating chances and started scoring goals. I mean, yeah, and would also you rather score? Would you rather score two goals a game or create twenty chances a game? Score two goals. Mm-hmm. Take the guarantee, right? Um, I guess that's the Man City way, though. To create twenty chances, you either score five or score zero. Yeah. <laughs> um, going. <laughs> Going to the red side of Manchester, or I guess this game was in North London. Um, West Ham and United. West Ham taking the early lead for Ronaldo equalizing. And then Jesse Lingard. Mm. It was a nice, it was a nice goal. It was a really nice It was, goal. it was very so nice. Inside, nice shot. Now, which center back was it? I feel like it was Zuma. I think it was not yeah. the one he burnt. Yeah, was it Zuma? I feel like he could no, Zuma no, no. was the one. Declan Rice. I'm talking about Declan Rice here. Not the center backs. Declan Rice oh. has done a much better job to get in front of the shot, in my opinion. Like, because he was at like towards the top of the eighteen, sees Lingard cut inside. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't make a move in. You know, yes. what I'm talking? Like, he yeah, kind yeah, of stands yeah. still and watches it. Yeah, I, I was just sitting. I was thinking. I was like, I feel like he could have blocked that. Maybe he could have at least come back and put pressure on to make the shot feel more difficult. Certainly, mm-hmm. uh, maybe even come up on side and maybe gave him a shoulder or something. Yeah, he's no, exactly. He's doing a bad job already of showing him the inside, but like, yeah. Declan yeah, Rice yeah. should drop in there. Um, now let's talk about the real fun in this game, the penalties. 
or lack thereof, right? Mm-hmm. United fans think they should have had one or two. I think Probably. one. Yeah. If I think there's gonna, one reasonable one. one to talk about. Yeah. One reasonable, I would say reasonable is a good word to, good way to put it because I could see it going either way. Personally, I think Ronaldo has fallen before he gets touched. Maybe ever so slightly, but I do believe he looked like he was going to ground. Yeah. On more re- coming in. Yeah. In the moment, I was very like, oh my God, that's a clear pen. The first one I thought was no chance. Um, but this, the second one in the moment, I was like clear pen. I was very, very frustrated with. And like, after I've let, I've sat on it, I'm not super upset that it wasn't called because of the way that Ronaldo goes down. Like, like how the angle where it's behind Ronaldo and you can see like from like behind him kind of. Yeah. You can kind of see that he's like already fallen, which I don't even understand how it's possible. It's almost like he's trained his body to be able to do this. Like he looked like he <laughs> fallen as the tackle was coming in. It, it it's a weird one, but also is he just off balance because of the way he's dribbling? He's not actually going to go down, and then that yeah, that's the how it does force him to go down. It looked like he was falling in a way like he would fall from getting like tackled by someone, right? Which is why I was really confused how it happened without anybody touching him at first, <laughs> right? But um, but then so my concern is is Zuma does then get him, he does. So, so and the ball's far away. I don't think Ronaldo's getting to it. I, I think that ball's going out of play. Which then it's not a pen. But I, I understand it's not, but it sh- I feel like it should be still because this is like the Pickford thing with Van Dyke last year where you could just do some reckless play <laughs> because you're not going to get the, the ball. But I think it's a fine line here. If it's like reckless like that, it's still a pen. If it's not, I don't think that was really reckless or I should say dangerous is a better word. Because that's the yeah, it wasn't. I mean, it's not like he went in like, incredibly aggressively or studs down yeah yeah no no it was a fine tackle it just he was mistimed he does get him um but let's move on from the penalty that wasn't called go to the one that is called for west ham now i believe this is a penalty i mean it's a handball shaw yeah shaw's arm is out um and i was like i was laughing when they called it i was like this is great man united are gonna drop points and then i don't understand this logic here to like Let's sub somebody yeah. on who probably hasn't been warming up. It's the 95th minute. He's got to figure he's not getting in the game. Let's sub in our club captain, Mark Noble, to take this penalty. Yeah. Who has only, what was it? I don't think he's ever scored against Man United, right? Was that what they said on the broadcast? Or he's maybe mm, scored one? I'm not sure. He, he, scored, scored, last 10 he scored once against United, and it was a penalty, yeah. like twice in like a two-nothing winner. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But they, and it was like out of his like 20 appearances against them or something. Yeah. And you sub him on to take a penalty, and it's not a good penalty. No, no, it's terrible. It's easy. It, it's super easy for De Gea to save. Yeah, but, I mean, like, I I don't understand the logic of subbing someone on to take a penalty in the 95th minute. Now, if the game is going to penalties, and like you like a tournament setting, right, where you have somebody that's yeah. on the bench that literally knows they take penalties. No, I'm not referring to the England game, right? I would not. I was going to say. I would not consider Rashford and Sancho, quote unquote great penalty takers that know like, they're going to yeah. on and take pens, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like if like, Jorginho or Bruno was yeah. not starting, yeah, yeah, yeah. then okay. you sub them. I'm fine with that, like in a tournament setting, right? right where you give them a little bit of time before they can feel, yes. they can get they, it, maybe get a touch exactly. on the ball on the sideline. Bring them on can. like 10 minutes before if it doesn't greatly disrupt the team. Yes, oh, right. Like well, five um, minutes before. But now, what but if he also, brings them on like the last kick, Ryan? So do you have a problem if he doesn't get in and able to feel the game at all? So it's like he's subbed in, final whistle blows. 
That's different. That's different. I, I, think, I don't like that. I think, I, think it's, it's, I think it's only good if like this person knows that like yeah. Like, if you have someone, they have to be a stone cold killer. No, no, you, I mean he was, he was pretty solid at pens. Yeah, solid's one thing, but like, I'm talking like someone like really renowned for literally just pens. Like in Perlo, yeah. like the later stages of his career where he wouldn't be starting games. Yeah, you're subbing him on to take a penalty. Yeah, yeah, um, and I, but and my contention on that on that that tournament setting part is like you have time like there's time once once I, the, no, the yeah. final whistle's blown to then actually taking yeah, the yeah. pen let's say you can, the, you can let's touch say a ball one of like the tournaments where like it goes straight to pens after 90 like the efl cup um i'm talking like literally somebody who knows like you're on the bench but like you will take a penalty yeah the whole time you, it's leading up like you know if the game's tied you're getting sucked yes, in not, like, like you're mentally prepared for is a different mindset as opposed to like i'm just taking a penalty I definitely agree. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I don't understand it personally. It's, I mean, I do it in FIFA, of course, but like FIFA's a video game. Right? <laughs> you don't, yeah. <laughs> you don't have nerves. You don't have to get into the feel of the game. <laughs> it, it, it's weird to, I don't know. Is that Moise goes, okay, boom, you're up? Or does Noble come down? I, I haven't heard. And I have say, to like, believe it's Moise's decision. Yeah, you would think. I don't think any player would, would see that there's been a pen. And then be like, I'm gonna go on. Also, <laughs> I feel like you shouldn't be able to do this. Yeah, you're not you're allowed to. And s- I mean, you are allowed to sub on corners now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but That's I thought like the- you weren't. I no, feel like you shouldn't be able to sub there on a pen when you know the pen's been given. I agree, yeah. right? Because I guess VAR was looking at it, so they had time to like sub someone in. Yeah, like, I, also- I, it didn't make me. It made me very uncomfortable that part. Yeah. I, I don't know what the rule is there, um, but I didn't like it. You should have wanted it. Yeah. Like, imagine if, like, Tim well, Krul was on out. the bench and they sub on Tim Krul just for that last-minute penalty. <laughs> yeah, to save him. That's, that's what they do. That's what the Netherlands yeah. do. They sub him on just to save pens. <laughs> but, like, in regulation, I wouldn't be happy. Like, yeah, if the whistle regulation. had been blown and you know you're about to take penalty and then you make that, I don't think that's that That's a could. great point. Like, imagine you concede the penalty in the 95th minute. And what if United were like, get the hay yeah. out. Let's bring in Dean Henderson. Well, then it's yeah. not theirs, right? So they can't, right? Because it's not their... Well, but no, if they're bringing on a sub, though, both teams can. Oh, true. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, they like, it could just be like, initiated. They're like, Dean, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> now, well, good for De Gea. Like, the yeah. first one in, like, 40 yeah. attempts or something like that. Since 2014, I think. He hadn't saved one in the league. That's funny. Actually um, saved one, period. That's so funny. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, I wanted to say something about um, just kind of a funny little moment about Matic on his past. Oh, you should have gotten a red card, too. Oh, no, that was in the EFL Cup game. Yeah. Um, so, I right before, like, Shaw gets the ball on the wing um, from the throw-in, and he had just – Matic had just – he played it back to Matic, but he just – Matic passes to him. I'm, like, wanting him to do something with it, take it forward. I'm, like, don't pass it back to Matic because Matic is so negative. And I'm, like, don't do it, don't do it. And then immediately pass it back. I was, like, oh! And then Matic plays, like, the best ball straight in the wind guard, and then it scored. And I was just was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll take being um. – yeah, there. moving on to the Chelsea Tottenham game, three 0 victory for Chelsea. Interestingly enough, all three of these goals come after Chelsea subbed in Angolo Conte. They also came after at my house. We changed which TV this game was on. Oh, to put the pregame on for the NFL. Mm. Yeah, the or Aiden was not happy with me when I changed it, and then Chelsea immediately gave up a goal. That's <laughs> I mean Tottenham gave up a goal. Um, oh. It was funny. 
but yeah, three nil. I mean, they looked pretty comfortable the whole time. Tottenham started really well. They did first thirty minutes. I would say I, Tottenham dominated. Honestly, I would I would argue that you know what I think it'd be a fair statement to say that Tottenham won the first half despite it being zero zero. And yeah. you have to look back at that and say that's a missed opportunity. The hundred percent they should yeah. have gotten a goal Emerson missed a good chance. Someone else did too. I don't remember off the top of my head, but Emerson. Oh, Rayon. He had like a breakaway. Yeah, yeah. And instead of like he like squared it, but like it was such a bad. Pass. It was terrible. It was terrible. It was right at the defender. It was a two on one. Yeah. And then I think it was from that sequence that Emerson had his chance as well, and he missed it. Um. Yeah, when you dominate the play that much in the midfield, I mean, Chelsea had nothing in there. You have to get a goal. You have to, yeah. Like, and that's like definitely what they were relying on. You need to get the goal there, and then they could have sat back, and this game's completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Conte Chelsea changed looked, everything too. Chelsea in that second good. half. Kepa got Kepa got a clean sheet. Because uh, yeah, I mean, he didn't have to do a whole lot. No, he didn't. the The one was got cleared off the line. I think by because uh, one of them was about to score. Who was it? Maybe Dyer had a goal line clearance. Maybe it was um, I think it was Christensen. I think Christensen cleared one off the line. Might be thinking of a different game. But... I, I, yeah. Um, yeah. Next week, I'll come in Chelsea City. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So this next week, this weekend is good. I don't like how the Chelsea City and United Villa games are at the same time. Oh, Thank yeah, you. They're both they have, at so dumb. Why do they have two 7.30 games? Exactly. Like, exactly. I, want to, I want to be able to focus on Chelsea City so much and just watch that game. I'm, but I'm not. I'm going to be focusing on Man U. I'm more. planning on getting trashed Friday. This is not good. <laughs> I was kind of hoping to, too, because my golf tournament isn't until – I don't tee off until 2.20. So I was Ooh. like, oh, I can actually, like – but I'm like – right, I'm going to have to set an gotta, alarm. Pedia light will be at the ready. Oh my goodness! I gotta get up to watch. Gotta make a Walgreens trip real quick. Oh, I have some Pedia light, Ryan. Don't worry. I got a little. Oh, Joey has it stocked. I got a little. Yeah, I got a stock. Um, <laughs> Brentford, Liverpool. This is, could be an intriguing game. Um, Leeds, West Ham. Another another good game. North London, the London derby, of course. Um, yeah. So let's get in to our scintillating stats. Quite scintillating. All right. Moving on to scintillating stats. We have a decent amount of Premier League-centric stats for this week. I like it. I like it. So we'll start off with a man that has been on fire this season, not in terms of end productivity, but with the ball at his feet, he's unmatched. Adama um, Trey. Yeah, I was about we to say it. We, we all knew where it was going. <laughs> all right. So I was like, there's no way it's anybody but Adama. Yeah. <laughs> fact or fiction, Adama Traore has over twice as many successful dribbles per match as anyone else in the Premier League. Fact. Fact, yeah. I'll we take ta- yeah. I, I think I talked to you guys about this last week, right? Yeah, but yeah okay. it is fact. It's still a fact. He upped his average because he had 11 in the last game. He's oh averaging God. 9.8 successful dribbles a game. And the next closest is Alan St. Maxman at 4.4. Jesus. And then tied in third at 3.2 is Paul Pogba, Ismaili Asar, mm-hmm. and Dwight McNeil. Baller. Yep. Exactly. All right. Moving on to one of the teams that has, that is tied at the top, Chelsea. So, fact or fiction, 
since Thomas Tuchel took over, they have more clean sheets than goals conceded. Fact. I saw that on Twitter. Uh, that okay. Okay, I was gonna. I would have said. Hmm, trying to think, like after. I think I would have said fact, but I don't know. I would have had to think about that for a while. Or am I That's lying, a crazy Tyler? stat. Am I just in your head? I I mean, that would be that'd be quite the move if you just immediately say that and say I saw it on Twitter. All right. I mean, fact, I guess. It is a fact. It is a fact. All right. Moving on. We have a list here of great players from the entire Premier League era, primarily attacked. Thierry Henry, Alan Shearer, Wayne Rooney, Drogba, the list goes on. So what I'm looking at here is... San James. (laughs) He would be way down on this list. What I'm looking at here is goals and assists per season. So basically how many goals and assists did the player average throughout however many seasons they're in the Premier League. So fact or fiction, not only is Thierry Henry top of the list, but he averages five more goals and assists per season than the next closest player. Wow. It's impressive. What was the question there? Fact or fiction, does did Thierry Henry average five Oh, more I thought you were telling us that. I thought you were telling us that. <laughs> it kind of <laughs> did sound like he was just... <laughs> um, um, I'll go... I'll go. Fiction, but you ran with too fat. I know, right? That's that's why. I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say fact. I'm gonna split you on this one, Joey. It is Page. a fact. Oh, three in a row. He was actually eight goals for an assist oh, per so, season above. So it's not a fact then. You said five. He averaged. 31 goals and assists per season crazy. in his eight Premier League seasons. Now, Salah, Salah, if he didn't play for Chelsea in those few seasons, would have a much higher average. He would. He would. <laughs> he would be very. His average yeah. might be higher than that if you exclude uh, <laughs> Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. Second is Alan Shearer with 23.1 goals and assists per season. Then you have Wayne Wooney with 21.5. Ronaldo with 19.7 and Drogba with 19.3, rounding out the top five. Ooh, and just for Tyler's sake, in sixth is Robin Van Persie with 18.5. Oh, nice. What a, All right. Uh, he, I feel like he doesn't, uh, doesn't get enough respect in that top like echelon. All right, I'll have the next couple of stats I don't have good questions for. I just want to say them just – just so that we can all discuss them briefly. So currently, Kareem Benzema is the top assister and goal scorer in Europe's top five leagues. I saw that. He has eight goals and is tied with Paul Pogba with seven assists. crazy, especially for a striker to have that many assists. Uh, He's absolutely... I was a little upset. I know, tough look. (laughs) I told you he's good. I didn't say he wasn't good. I just didn't think he was great. Mm -hmm. All right. And then this is a throwback. So everyone knows Roberto Baggio with the the famous ponytail, mullet, whatever the heck he had. 
So during his time at Juventus in the 1991-92 season, he scored or assisted two-thirds of Juventus's goals. Wow. That's crazy. In a very defensive league, he literally carried his team. All right. One last thing here. Um, FIFA 22, the pre-order, comes out, what, the early access is, like, out now There's or no something like that? Ordering it. Yeah. So we Leon Goretzka made history with the first ever Hullet Gang rare gold card, but yeah. 80, 80 he does Ireland. not have the most in-game stats of any gold card. Well, that's not super surprising, right? Didn't we say? Didn't we say it's? Um, is it? Um, uh, I would expect it to be Lorente. Who is it? It is not Lorente. He is not in the top ten. Well, I would imagine it's someone that's like. See, the issue is really good defenders have crappy shots, and really good attackers have crappy defense. So right, it's got to be a center mid. It's or maybe no, maybe it is a striker who is it like Holland. Who's got like a ton of physicality, uh, or somebody like who? Who's a striker who's like got everything besides the defense? Do you want and to know the base position him. of the player? Yes. Uh sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This player is a cam. Ooh. It's definitely someone that like isn't like really a cam though. This player who, is who a was cam. Set as a cam I mean, is a cam. I mean, defensive stats. <laughs> Well, no, what maybe league? he's just really good in everything else. He's like high 80s, and his defense is like a 60s. Or yeah, what league? Oh, is it Bruno? It is Bruno Fernandez. Yeah, Bruno's actually decent on defense. defense. Yeah, 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 yeah. 77 physically, yeah. And, I mean, I think that's fair for Bruno, too. I, he's a good defender. He, he does a lot of defensive work for us. Yeah. So you've got Bruno 1, Goretzka 2. Oh, just yeah, yeah, the yeah he, he does a lot of defensive work, so he's not really a cam. He's not like a natural 10. Yeah, he is. He oh, come on. He doesn't no, but I'm saying he doesn't usually play as a 10. Yeah, he does. Bruno always plays as a 10. All right. He I mean, sometimes he like operates really high. He just does a lot of like he does do a forth. lot of defending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And third is Kevin De Bruyne. Makes sense. I mean, who, he's, gonna be all oh, overall he's got 64 defense. And you've got Acuna, Kimmich in fifth. Acuna's fourth? Yeah, Acuna, the Argentino left back for Sevilla. Wow, yeah. Oh, because he used to be a center mid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Kimmich, Wijnaldum, Paulinho, Emre Chan. Somehow Emre Chan's in that list. Number nine is Sergio Ramos because he has 70 shooting. He's tied with Luka Montage. Wow, interesting. And that is all our facts. All right. For the week. That's quite simple. What, what are our best bets? So I think we're going to uh, – let's mix something up here. I'm going to fade um, Tyler this week. He, he's not doing good two weeks in a row. Probably not. But so that's what – I have five bets, and I can't narrow it down. So I want you guys to say what I should knock off two of them. Or I could just do five. Okay. Um, so first one I have is city at Chelsea. I mean, you got, you got to throw in some, some fun on the big games here. And I think it's, I think city gets this, um, they're plus one sixty five. Chelsea's plus one seventy. I think the draw is like plus two twenty something like that. So draw, draw is definitely an enticing number there, but, um, I'm looking at last season 
City coming off a draw, I don't think that they go two bad results like that in a row. And the fact that Tuchel's gotten him, what, the last three times they met Chelsea City? And I don't see that I like continuing it. a fourth time. I like it. I feel like that's just going to be a thing. Whenever City play Chelsea, it'll just be Chelsea can't win again. I know. I keep. I said that for the Champions League. It'll just keep happening. I said that for the Champions League. I said last year, and it just. But I think this is a different team. I think Grealish is something different there, especially defensively. How they're going to have to set no, up to, to figure out Grealish. A revenge game, though. Revenge game. He was on loan from Chelsea for a little while. Yeah. So it, it it'll be um. I mean, certainly a good game, but yeah. Next, uh, West Ham at Leeds, and I'm sorry, Leeds. I still think you're going to be without a win. (laughs) West Ham plus one thirty. They they look solid. They played so they beat Man U's B team midweek with arguably, I mean, mostly their B team as well. I might. This is one of those Um, games I might bet on both teams to win, and just hope mm, it's a tie to get money. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's a good one. Um, I, mean, I, I, I think a team wins scoring. this. It has high scoring written all over it. Yeah, uh, this is going to be a great game. I'm excited to watch this game. Um, mm-hmm. But I think West Ham is just playing really good right now. I mean, even the yeah. the Man U game, they were they played ex- extremely. The Man U game that they lost, yeah. they played extremely well. Yeah. Is Mikael Antonio still out for this game? <clears throat> Did he get a straight red? I don't think. He's, I think no, he I thought it was. Or is he hurt? I thought he he's... got a red. Yeah, he got a red against Southampton. I think he can play. Yeah, he should be able to play. Okay. Anyway, I, I mean, right, so he should be able to play. So then next we've got um, this is one I would probably throw out, uh, but Newcastle at Watford. I like a draw here. That just sounds like a game I don't want to bet on. At plus two thirty, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, I probably I'm would throw this for that game. Um, but I don't know why I kind of feel like a draw that's between the two. It's just like a that's a typical low table one one type result. Yeah. Um, but if we're gonna if we're gonna narrow it down to um, three, I think that goes. So then Arsenal, Tottenham at Arsenal, the North London derby. Uh, I think I'm gonna go on the form and the trends and say that Arsenal is gonna win this one. Um, they're at plus one twenty seven. That's it. Which is actually Tottenham are the favorites, I think. In the, or I mean, uh, the underdogs at like plus oh, 40. I, I, I like the pick, not at those odds. I, I know. I, it's, it's tough because I don't like how you're not making a whole lot off that. Um, it's not just, worth the return for me. I just think that they get the, I think Arsenal is going to win this just because of the form. They, they do seem to turn up in North London derbies more. Yeah. Um, based on you could just like take away everything that's there. Uh, there's something about them in those games that I, I like, especially, you know, with a lot of youth players on there. I think they're going to be wanting to really go for Tottenham. Uh, so there's that. And then last one as well. Uh, Wolves at Southampton plus 220 on the draw. Uh, two teams are draw the season. Yeah. Two teams are right around the Wolves team total on the because they just can't score. Mm. Um, that that could be an interesting game, though. Probably watch it Sunday morning. All right. Anything else to add? Where are we at in Ted Lasso? What happened this weekend? 
Uh, oh, the beard. The, the beard. beard went on yeah, his... It was, uh, it, was, it was one of the two episodes that got added to the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it thought was, it was hilarious, though. I thought it was a, it, dec- it a was good episode. Funny, but it was weird. Oh, yeah. It was very weird. Um, so we'll see how that goes. And I, I don't know. It was kind of weird. I kind of saw it coming. It was going to be one of the added episodes. Like, the way they kind of said yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It definitely was you can tell from definitely. the thumbnail. It was set up where, like, like at the end of last episode, it was kind of set up where this one could be one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Other than that, uh. Back this week. Yep. Um. Yeah. All right. The Ryder Cup. Ryder uh, Cup. Little... Yeah. Let's go, America. Come on, USA. I got my uh, got my Ryder Cup best on right now. Pairings just came out tonight. Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, leading us out against uh, John Rahm and Sergio Garcia, the Spaniards. Going to be absolutely electric. Tea times at like eight ten tomorrow, eight o'clock, something like that. Ooh. So, oh you yeah, gotta, oh yeah, Tyler's going to be up for that. Are you kidding me? I'm going to get up at like seven and get to catch the pregame and everything. <laughs> I am so I am so unbelievably hyped for the Ryder Cup. All right, well, we will leave you with that as always. Go America. Um. Yes. Go, baby. America. Screw um, you, Riggs. Let's go, see. <laughs> <laughs>